John Skillman, and this is the Sober Dad Podcast, where we talk about raising kids and not glasses. Good morning, and welcome to the Sober Dad Podcast. Today is our first Wednesday check-in episode. These will be quicker episodes meant to help us get through our week. Each week I choose a topic and I ask you guys for your input. So if you want to be part of our Wednesday episodes, follow me on Twitter at SoberDadPod or send me an email at SoberDadPodcast at gmail.com. The topic this week is what have you learned in your first 90 days of sobriety? Seeing how Monday hit 90 days for me, I figured that'd be something valuable to share. So I threw the question up on Twitter and it was, what is the most important thing that you've learned in your first 90 days of sobriety? And the responses were awesome. I had, you know, written down a few things that I had learned was going to share, but you guys came through in a big way. So I'm only going to share the most important thing that I've learned, and I'm going to let you guys do the rest of the talking. So the biggest thing for me that I've learned in the first 90 days was that I wasted a lot of time on alcohol, whether it was drinking or thinking about my next drink or going to get drinks, just the process of getting to the store and acquiring alcohol. Um, I estimated that I wasted at least 24 hours a week on alcohol. So as of today, I've saved 315 hours. For me, that means more time with my wife and my kids. I'm more present and that all came into my calculation because the nights that were wasted, I wasn't there um, mentally or emotionally or even physically. Sometimes I would just fall asleep on the couch. So, I mean, that's more time for me to do my husbandly duties that I was supposed to do, like, you know, cleaning and cooking when I do cook. My wife likes to do cooking, so I'm lucky there. But, you know, laundry, things like that, that was all stuff that would just cast to the side because I wouldn't have the energy or the mental capacity to do that when I was drinking. So my biggest thing, again, was just getting all this time back. And in those first 90 days, you know, 312 hours or 15 hours is a lot of time. And I'm glad that I get to have that back now. I mean, I was wasting an entire day every week and it doesn't really sink in until you see it like in plain black and white. I have the app on my phone that tracks, you know, money saved, time saved, and calories saved, as well as the days of sobriety. And it's always interesting to look at those numbers. I think I've saved 
Oh, it's over a hundred thousand calories just not drinking for ninety days. So if you don't have one of those apps on your phone, I recommend you get one. I personally have the I Am Sober app, but you know they're not a sponsor or anything. So pick which one you want, but that one's free. All right. Without further ado, let's hear what you guys have to say. So first we have John Lockwood and. They said, don't drink and go to meetings. I have heard that a million times, and it never gets old, and it is never not relevant. And then we have B. Bird says that I could live and function and be happy without booze. Save Verse Poison Podcasts. That my journey in recovery had to be my own. I can't compare myself to any other person's path. I must tend my own garden and not worry about anyone else's. And then we have Kessel Walk Photo, Sober Hippie. Keep your ass in gear. Motion was life for me because sitting in my head was always the kiss of death. I like that one. Um, F the Dumb Shiz says that not drinking was possible. I kept relapsing because I didn't believe I could stay sober. After 90 days, I knew it was possible. Uh, Jim Schilling, this is my journey. What someone else thinks about me is none of my damn business. Focus on my recovery and don't waste energy on others' thoughts and opinions of how you achieve it. That's a good one. Um, always be doing, always be doing you. You do you, boo, as we say in my house. Um, Alan, go Habs, go. Acceptance is everything. That's what I learned. You can go to all the meetings you want, two, three, four per day. But if you don't accept the fact that you can't drink normally ever again, you will relapse. Going on 10 years, one day at a time. Congrats, Alan, on 10 years. Rick Hoff. My dad died 56 days into my sobriety. On my 60th day, I wanted to drink so badly. I went to clean out his apartment, but God showed up and showed off. He revealed himself to me, and the obsession was removed. You can make it through anything. Trust God. Clean house. Help others. Uh, that That's a good one. Yeah, Rick, uh, sorry to hear about your dad, but congratulations on, you know, making it through. Jessica says, it wasn't all the different people I was holding resentments against that were the cause of my anger and pain. It was me. Grateful and hopeful. One corrective action. This was a lifesaver for me and still is. And Recovery Nuggets Podcast. I have not heard of you, but uh, here, take a follow. Um, they said that I could go to more than one meeting a week. Haha, <laughs> I learned that my recovery is my responsibility. The friends I used to party with quickly faded away when I quit. I found new friends in recovery. Also, I had to learn to ask for help and allow help to help me. And Stuart McDonald, to close my mouth and open my ears, because learning to listen and understand is important, too. 
Jumbo said, don't expect those closest to you to be huge cheerleaders for your sobriety and to heap congrats on you. You'll find that in ongoing recovery programs, it's not the job of the people who dealt with you while you were abused alcohol. Uh, sober grid coaching that I was capable of so much more than I gave myself credit for. Coach Kara. Curtis Evans, do the next right thing. Bethany Young Hardy, play the tape forward. Bori Kubak, for me, I focus on getting to the 90th day as being a miracle. What I missed by doing this is that I had 90 days of miracles. The concept changed for me, however. Now, some 28 plus years later, here I am. Congrats on 28 years. Mark Manchester, fine art, sexual expression. All right. After my last relapse, I took it one day at a time, realizing that relapse can can and do happen. The important thing was to keep trying. First couple of months, I kept telling myself I might have a drink someday, but not today. It's close to nine years of sobriety now. Congrats on nine years. And yeah, ODAT, one day at a time. Dave says, I can't do this on my own. I need community and connection to others. Sonny Liston, it truly is one day at a time. Uh, Splinters Space Graves, not to be too hard on yourself. Stylin Mike Smith, how to accept that I was more than the mistakes of my past. Lily Moore Coffin, my self-awareness and awareness of others returned, followed by my self-respect. Colleen Orto, it's not all about me. David Watts, being grateful and learning to forgive was a big one for me. Um, RevKelt63, to my delight and dismay, I discovered that I can do all the same stuff. I normally have to do sober. Who knew? Um, Nial Power, that I had a lot of disposable income. I was just spending it badly. Agreed. Um, Barb Plus One Meetings, immersing myself in the sober community and finding a sponsor. For me, it was the foundation for building a new life. I agree. Community is a big thing for me as well. Bob Schenk, uh, that I was a, wasn't was a bad person. It is addiction that makes me think I'm bad. Kelly Core BSN, C-A-R-N. Great words of wisdom. I will share some of these with my patients. Oh, okay. So they're just saying the things that are in the post. Well, awesome. Yeah, spread it up. Uh, Tom Dogstar, if you don't take the first drink, you can't get drunk. Very true. Doug, still wanting to drink, that never goes away. For me, it was not one day at a time. I had to quit forever. Forever is going on 49 years. Well, congrats on 49. That's that's awesome. And we got McMillian O'Clate. McMillian Oakleet, that we became toddlers again. Take a nap, have a snack, make sure you've pooped. Usually fixes just about anything during these early days. And he's got a gif of a 
little toddler falling asleep while sitting up. My son literally did that yesterday. And, uh, yeah, it was at four o'clock, so I was freaking out. But turns out he slept through the night. So go figure. I wish I could take a 18 hour nap. Um, Rachel Simpson, AKA wear a damn mask. Don't drink and go to meetings. Um, yeah, wear a mask if you want, I guess. Uh, Mark Higfeder, that I could actually stay sober. Nice. Bijan, one day at a time. Peace. Miss S, recognize your triggers. Mine was isolation. I'll throw one of mine in there. One of my triggers, boredom. Being bored always resulted in me drinking. Um, Lavanda Ramin. Uh, that I was getting stronger every single day, and I didn't need alcohol to enjoy life. Scott, I'd rather go through life sober, believing I am not, or I am an alcoholic, than going through life drunk, trying to convince myself that I am not. Hashtag recovery posse. Robert Herman, coffee mugs don't wash themselves. Also agree on that one. That's how I passed a lot of time, was doing dishes and other chores. All right, Char says, I didn't listen. I just wanted to talk about this, that, and the other. Was told to take the cotton balls out of my ears and put them in my mouth. Crass but true. If you're talking or formulating your share, you are not listening. Hashtag recovery apostle. I'm so grateful for old timers. Yes, I've, I've heard that too, and I've had trouble paying attention to meetings sometimes. Um, Mark Grice, I'm 17 years drug free. One rule I follow is to do it for yourself and not for others, because the one who loves you will go to hell and back for you and do it with passion in your heart. I like that. And then Raymond Carrero said only been 14 days for me. Well, I'm sure that you've learned something in those uh, 14 days. So your your input is always uh, welcome here. And then observations. Take it one day at a time. Balance approach against addiction. Use all resources available. And that is the last one. So going a good, uh, good placement for that one, because everything that we covered before this are all ways that you can approach sobriety. Well, that was a, a great response to our first Wednesday question. I enjoyed that very much. I'm going to, after I'm done recording, go through and give all you guys a follow because I enjoyed all of your all of your input. It was great. So um, that'll do it for this Wednesday's uh, check-in. So keep an eye out for those every Wednesday. And uh, at the end of this episode, I'm going to throw out the question for next week. And I'm also going to throw it up on Twitter and see what you guys think. And you can also email me your response and that's at soberdadpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, my Twitter is at soberdadpod. And check the show notes for ways to contact me or if you'd like to support the show and get a shout out. 
last night recorded a podcast with the sober heathen and save versus poison so keep an eye out for that i'll be editing the uh the recording and i'll probably release it sometime this weekend so a little bonus episode for you guys now for the question for next week's wednesday check-in what are your triggers and how do you avoid them or if you are triggered to drink how do you bring yourself back out of that that's what i want to hear about so i will throw the question up on twitter as well so people can respond and we'll see what uh see what kind of response we get back this week's response has been phenomenal so i'm hoping for a similar outcome so as always i'm john skillman and remember to raise your kids not glasses the help to help me. (coughs) Sorry.